Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Bite with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. Yep, that's him, Mark Strauss. Good morning, Mr. Strauss. Good morning, Bulldog. I hope you can hear me okay, because I'm hearing two channels on this input through my ear. Just, you know, I'm hearing the music that you were playing and you at the same time. Uh, you should. Because we were playing it at the same time. What do you mean? Well, it's coming in and out right now, for real. There seems to be a technical glitch. Uh, that would be Coach's problem, not mine. Coach, what did you do? What did I do? I don't know. I don't know either. We're, I'm trying to fix it. We're having so many technical glitches, Mark. Uh, God, All I right. I don't, then bear with me. I'm going to try to get power through. It stopped now. I was having two audio channels simultaneously coming through. They stopped. One of them has. All right, good. Thanks. My pleasure. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I'm very excited about this uh, this edition of Tech Bite. too, Bulldog. First of all, I missed, missed you last week, but I had fun. Okay. And this week, we actually have a very fun topic. Not actually the topic itself, but the satire involved with the topic is actually pretty spectacular. And I just want to tell the audience, you have to go and look this uh, thing up after I tell you about it, um, because it is pretty wild. Okay. So here we go. Yeah. So 118, a house of cards comes tumbling down the edge. Larry David satire in old Super Bowl commercial hit poem after crypto outfit demise. And we talking about FTX and the demise of FTX. If anyone does not know, FTX was a crypto exchange, one of the largest in the United States, and um, it was number two. And basically, who's number who's number one? Beyonce, Beyonce. If I said it correctly, Beyonce. Don't worry. Now start Beyonce. saying words correctly. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if I don't, please please double check me there. I think Beyonce okay. is the number one crypto exchange right now, and FTX is number two. Okay. I, ne- I never so, heard of Beyonce. Wait, are you yeah. serious? She's not the one who just won a Grammy with Jay Z. No, no, no. It, it, okay. it, it definitely starts with the B. But anyway, so this crypto exchange, FTX, basically, um, has completely failed. And we're talking about of the attune between $1 billion to $2 billion worth of client money is missing right now. And I just want to make everyone clear, no one knows if it's between $1.2 billion, $1.5 billion. I mean, what's a, what's a few hundred million in, in the mix, right? No one really knows. So what's even more interesting about this story is we have to go all the way back. So this crypto exchange was set up and it became very popular very quickly. It was based out of the Bahamas where their headquarters were. And it was a bunch of young men that basically started this crypto exchange. And at one point they were living like in a suit, like, you know, in a fraternity, like 12 or 15 of them all in this incredible high rise in the Bahamas. And what they built was this incredible business. And it was all based on this incredible idea of cryptocurrency. Everything we discussed about two years ago, about the idea that you can create something from nothing. Remember, we talked about the mining of crypto on this show. Remember, crypto can be created by you try to break a number and you use graphic cards to do it. It's very energy intensive. If you break the number, you create a uh, coin. If you get that coin, then you, that coin then can be translated to money. So that's how cryptocurrency works. So these guys were literally clearing out the crypto and they would take in crypto and then they would exchange crypto for dollars. For example, they were very proud of the fact that FTX was supporting the Ukraine war effort. 
And you, what they were doing is they were taking cryptocurrency, converting it into fiat, meaning real currency that the Ukrainians could use for their war effort. So FTX has been around, and also on the Democratic side, not on the Republican side, they were very generous in their donations, extremely generous, which brings me to my story. So my story starts with Larry David doing a Super Bowl commercial last year, and I want to know if anyone saw the Larry David Super Bowl commercial from last year. Yes. I don't remember it. What did you think of it? I thought it was hilarious. I, what did he do? I don't remember what he did. He, he just, it was like so, Larry David through, through history basically naysaying and doubting things that actually came to fruition. I remember uh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now I got it. Okay. Yeah. If you remember that, and he's basically a naysayer. He's basically pursuing the toilet all the way to the light bulb. He basically goes, nah, who needs that? So then Larry, at the end of the commercial, is confronted by, by you know, Mr. Joe, the regular guy. And he says to him, hey, Larry, have you seen this new... This, this new exchange, and he shows it to him on his phone, FTX. And then Larry goes, oh, okay. And then he basically, he basically kind of, you know, the ad is he kind of accepts that, but he hasn't accepted anything else. But what is ironic is that if the character of the ad had actually been dubious about Mr. Joe who came in and presented FTX, he would have been much better off, and he wouldn't have lost a whole bunch of money. So Larry David became an investor in FTX with Tom Brady, who also did an ad. And unfortunately, Tom Brady appears to have not only lost his money, but his wife after that ad. And then from there, we've got the Miami Heat that had their whole building named FTX. And they lost now their naming rights deal. And what's funny about that is FTX only paid them $10 million of a $130 million deal. So a lot of people have got very hurt which brings me back to the whole topic. Some of you know, because we've been talking about it, that I'm writing a book right now. And I've actually been in revision mode for the last month because things have changed so dramatically in the tech world. In fact, last night, when Donald Trump was going live to uh, suggest that he was gonna run for president, rumble was hacked and a denial of service, meaning computers um, were brought online around the world to basically to, to basically make make the Rumble site inoperative. And the way you do that is you basically make other computers keep harassing the Rumble site saying, hey, we want to have access, we want to have access. And if you have too many computers asking for access, you make a site um, unfindable because no one can find it because the site's too busy trying to negotiate all the other uh, web, you know, servers trying to get on. So you create an army of servers, the servers attack the site, then the site goes down, and that's called a denial of service attack. Rumble last night was attacked. So this is the point. FTX was allowed to become a crypto exchange where some of the most important people in our country believed, and a lot of people put their money into this exchange, and then this exchange has completely gone bust, and there is no regulation, and there is no one who can really know what's gone on. In fact, it's a complete black hole. This is the reason why I feel it's so important that all of us realize that these shows that we've been talking about the last two years do have a point. And the point is we the people should always, always know that our money is safe. And really, exchanges that aren't regulated, exchanges that are such a black hole that we don't know if it's one billion or two billion should not be allowed. Right. What do you guys think about that? 
What? Okay, so here's what I think about that. Um, you said there's another company out there called Beyonce or whatever the big one is. It looks like Binance. Right. I, I thought it was Binance. 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 Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Binance. How how do you know they're they're not going to you know what is supporting that company? How do you know they're well, not the it, next one? I tried to keep the story really um, uh, should we, very light today. It was actually them who actually created the demise of FTX. They made a run on FTX. So they so sabotage them? Asking, they sure. What could stop them from going down? But what happens if another second tier exchange makes the run on them? Right. And then they go down. Right. My point is we don't know. We well, have no idea. Okay. So now, now, Mark, and when you say this, when you talk about like guys like Larry David investing and this one investing, in, uh, in 2008, uh, a lot of investors, I was an investor, a lot of investors inve invested in companies. There was a company maybe you heard of called Shearson. Okay. Yes. The whole company went down. How did you, how, you know, you say, how did you wind up investing in a company like that? How did you wind up investing in FTX? How did you wind up investing in Shearson? Because somewhere along the line, we all believed these rating companies. That's where I find a problem. I, I did have a problem with Moody's and S&P's and, and, uh, and, and those who, who do the actual rating of these things. I was taking these people seriously and I was listening to them because they were the experts, right? So you went with these people and you did what you thought you should do. And then sure enough, all this stuff happened with these, um, what, the credit default swaps and stuff. There's a lot of products out there that you, you know, so to say Larry David and, and Tom, you know, uh, Tom Brady did the wrong thing. I don't know. They made an investment. They got, they got hurt, but you don't always know. Like, I don't know where your money is, but what if you're one of the things you invested in goes down? Does it make you stupid? Not really. I don't think that at all. Okay. Actually, I, I, I think I'm not at all worried about losing money in investment. What I'm worried about is FTX is backed by BlackRock and Sequoia Capital, which basically oh. are two of the strongest. They're huge. Um, yeah, they're that's, huge, okay? that's huge. And when they, when, they, when they actually back a black hole intentionally, understanding that they can then pass funds through there that can completely be untrained, you have to, you have to think in the back of your mind there's intentionality to this setup. But, now, but Mark, when you, when you say, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say you have to think in the back of your mind, how come really, really smart people never thought in the back of their mind when that guy, I forgot his name, Michael, whatever his name was, the guy who told you, be careful with these credit default swaps. Watch what's going on in the, in the real estate world. Stop doing this. Don't do this. Really smart people still got their ass handed to them because they don't always believe things. So when you say how in the they're, back they're of your greedy. mind, you're, exactly, it's greed. That's the word. Yeah. It's greed. We are so greedy that you don't want to hear something bad. Well, the average return was 0.5% or more, less than 2%. And, um, you know, FTX is getting a return of 8%. There's okay. some, you, you have to ask yourself how. And no one did. They just loved the returns, and the returns were a Ponzi scheme, and eventually the house of cards came tumbling down. But my point only is we should not ever be able to lose one to two billion. What my point to you is, I agree completely with what you just said, but there's one big difference. That company, pretty much everyone knew how much money went into it because, of, because they were making uh, filings, 
everyone knew what was going to come out of it is when it collapsed. But what about this idea of these new companies where no one knows what's in it, no one knows what's going to come out of it, and no one even knows how much money was involved in it? That's weird. I mean, it sounds to me like when you were talking about what FTX, I don't really understand FTX that much or, or the exchange, and I know they're making money. Is, is it like crypto arbitrage almost what they're doing? Is that what it would be under the... Yeah, I, I think in the way you're referring to it, yes. Okay. That's like when you're buying and selling at the same time, just for that little piece in between. You're, 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 yes. you're buying something and selling something. And then, of course, they were also... They also did something else much more important, which was they, and you, you can appreciate this, they turned crypto to real money and real money into crypto. Right, I and, mean, and, of course, they, they, they take a percentage of that for right, themselves. Right. And that's a big business. It's, good, it's a good business model if you can get away with it. Yeah, well, now they're taking 100% of it. So, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a yeah. great percentage. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah no, this thing is scary. I, I didn't really follow it because I, I didn't fully understand it. Um, I did not invest in it just because I was cautious. And I, mean, I, I know someone who, who, you know, tried, oh, man, you got you to gotta buy some. You got to buy some. Just, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. And, and you know, we're going to make, you know, put things like $50,000. This thing's going to $100,000. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Do I know that guy? Might. I don't know. But I think I do. I think I know that guy. It's tough, man. Well, well, again, I really appreciate you guys letting me talk share this today and i'm going to share one last piece of information completely different just to point out that we are making progress in the digital world towards making the big corporations accountable google was just fined 400 million dollars for basically um following people with their location data and commerce okay it is amazing who that gets that money starting to hold these companies accountable do the states get who gets that money of their fine where, where does that month? That fine? I don't know. You why got me on that. Why don't the people who got you know? Why don't we all get a piece of it if we were the if we were the? I product? think there's a class action lawsuit with the Google, yeah. and that people can uh, get money from it if they've got a valid claim. I yeah. do remember reading that. Yeah. Okay, you'll get three or yeah, three dollars, three dollars or six dollars. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, lawyers, exactly. lawyers well, are going to make a couple hundred million dollars on it. Fourteen sure. cents. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, one last question for you, Mark. Facebook question of the day, brought to you by uh, Touch of Italy. Do you believe in aliens? Tell Bob, I absolutely do believe in aliens. The universe is too large for us to be the only, you know, uh, carbon life forms out there. All right, and, and Bob said he was sorry. He, he had to leave. He had a meeting to go to. He's, he's really sorry he wasn't here because he was here all morning until you showed up. But uh, he, he wanted to say hello to you, and he's sorry he couldn't be here. But, um, no, I really believe there are aliens. I believe absolutely. it, too. All right, Mark Strauss, everybody. If you want to uh, check out more, go to markstrauss.com, or there's a link on our site as well. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, everyone. Have See a great you. day. All right, bye. bye. I guess I got to stop paying him in cryptocurrency for these <laughs> spots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. That dog don't hunt. Mm. Were you ever on board with crypto? Uh, no. Uh, I still have an NFT if anybody wants to buy it. I barely can understand how an ATM works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Are we just throwing acronyms? Is all the money in there? Sure. Or is it just a little of the money? All of it. Everything you have is in that little money. <laughs>